Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. There are so many things wrong with what is happening right now, it's not even funny. It kind of is, but like internally I'm going, ah! Welcome to Motorsports Madness, where Jacob's going to freak out for the next two hours because he has to remember how to punch buttons and actually ho- host a show at the same time. Oh boy, this is terrifying. Um, so I'm sitting in my normal building in front of a production board in Denver, North Carolina, and the rest of the crazy crew is actually at the WSIC studio because this is what we call improv show. Tom Baker is there. Uh, Randy Miller is there. Special guest for the night, Lenny Baticki, is joining us from PRN's At The Track, and normal producer extraordinaire that usually keeps me from freaking out and punches buttons so I don't have to, James Mellick, is what we call a special guest for the first hour. Tom, did I get all that right? Yeah, you did. The, uh, the the really bad part for you is that if if you have to get rebooted tonight, you're on your own because the folks in my computer career are here at the uh, studio with us. So you're screwed. Yeah, no kidding. Don't remind me. This is going to be very complicated, and we're just going to get through it because, you know, that's what we do on this show. So anyhow, be fun, all, I have faith. <laughs> all that said, we have a lot of things to get to really? tonight. Um Gosh, it has been a busy, 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 busy week, uh, at least for me on the dirt side, which are fun things that we can mention at some point during this show. Weirdly enough, it's been very quiet on the NASCAR silly season front all week. And now watch, as soon as I say that, uh, a Friday is going to be completely nuts if I know how, you know, the whole announcer's curse or journalist's curse thing normally works. So just just because we said nothing's happening now, everything's going to start happening tomorrow because that's just how this business is um but we do have four races this weekend and a champion to be crowned in uh dorothy and toto world because kansas has lots of things going on we have an arca championship race we have an xfinity race we have a truck race we have a cup race we have playoffs we'll talk lots of playoffs uh we'll we'll see what lenny's been up to and where lenny's been because usually anytime lenny comes on this show we spend about half of it just telling stories because lenny gets to go to a lot more places than the rest of us do so that'll be fun and we'll probably make picks and everybody will find out how terrible i am at fantasy but before we do that we're going to step aside we're going to do a little bit of business and we'll be back with more motorsports madness right after this don't go anywhere do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Jacob survived the opening segment and didn't lose his mind. This is absolutely a win, and I don't even have a bell to ding. I'm sad. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. That I at least remembered how to say correctly. Jacob Seelman, producing, hosting... I don't know if I'm a jack-of-all-trades. That's usually James Mellick's title. He gets to be a special guest for the first hour. That's another title we'll add to his uh, little resume over there. Lenny Baticki from PRN's At The Track is joining us as well as a guest tonight. And then there's Tom and Randy who are just kind of over there like they always are. So I'm going to actually go to the first of two special guests because I can and it's my show. Lenny Baticki, where have you been recently? What's new? I want to know. The people want to know, man. Well, we've, we've had as much of a year as we could probably squeak out. Uh, 38 tracks, 40 races, and 45 total motorsports events. I don't know that I had added the uh, Roval from last weekend yet into it. So uh, we're, we're on a low av- uh, year average-wise. We're usually up probably in the high 40s by now. Um, so we're probably 6, 8, 10 tracks behind visiting out there but uh, it has been a a neat year uh as many new tracks as uh, any other year so we got to go to some neat places like mudlick valley speedway in kentucky which is so far back uh in the holler as they say uh but boy the sound booms out of there uh they can be heard 21 miles away when the super late models go yeah the way the valley there uh hooks and curves is big half mile and um, the neat thing about it, in the middle of COVID time and all of this and that, and you would think Mudlick Valley probably doesn't even get news, 
Um, they had a hand washing station. They they asked people to social distance. They were all conforming to as, as much of the code at the time we visited there. Um, probably the neatest track, uh, the neatest event that I, I, I've been to uh, would, would vie for two. Uh, Salem Speedway in Indiana with Tony Stewart just a couple of weeks ago for the TQ Midget event that uh, he participated in. And uh, he had a, a, the feature, his car went uh, junk in the first couple of laps. He pulled it in and it was over. But in his heat race, they had him starting like sixth position. So outside row three, four, something like that. And on lap one, he went to the far outside, high, wide, handsome. And by the time he came around turn four, he was leading. And it was just vi- just vintage Tony's. Steve, you know, Tony right there, Stewart doing, yeah, Tony Stevens, <laughs> Tony Stewart going just crazy. And, um, it was an amazing time to uh, see that. And the other one was, uh, up at the, uh, track at, uh, Franklin County Speedway, a track that had been closed. Uh, they ran the cars tour event there. It was a side-by-side finish. Two guys that got out of the cars laughing at each other, how much fun they had and just a really neat night. Um, to, at a track that I thought was going to have gone away and, and you know, had new life. As long as Langley Austin is around, Franklin County will breathe life once or twice a year at least. Yeah, he, he did a good job. The track had some uh, parts and pieces coming up in it. They stopped the action. Uh, the Cars Tour did. Langley brought in the right guys. They brought in the right stuff. And 20, 25 minutes later, boom, they were back just ripping those super late models around and the and – the, uh, pro late models and he did good so i gotta tip my hat to langley he he was uh he was on top of his game working with the cars tour folks that night didn't quite have the same at carteret county where the track came up twice yeah and uh didn't get any better either time and, the, and none of the brakes worked on the driver's cars yeah yeah they had uh they they, they had some issues had with each other brake issues that night uh, jacob at carteret county when the cars tour was there but uh yeah well, he done some traveling this year yeah, I heard about that one. I heard it uh, resembled less of a racetrack and more like a junkyard by the time the uh, Cars Tour race was uh, stopped short of its scheduled conclusion. I don't know whether that's a, a mercy rule or you know, curfew or combination of both, but either, either way, I, that, that race was not good. I do know that. Um, Gosh, uh, James Mellick, are you are you, are you staying awake over there? I feel like I feel like we haven't given you anything to do, so you're just like over there sitting, twiddling your thumbs or something. He's speechless, Tom. Or did you take his microphone away? No, I didn't. Uh, all the, all our mics should be on. We'll uh, we'll 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 have to look into that. We will. Okay, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you look into that. I'm just sitting here speechless, uh, enjoying everything that's going on because well you're doing all the work here today yeah no uh, jacob uh, definitely doing all the work uh we you get to just sort of sit there and uh and and look pretty that's okay basically. he's still he's still in producer mode he still thinks <laughs> that what he's producing the show he's yelling at us about what time we're going back to break and everything so yeah that's uh, that's about par for the course take the isn't it stick away but you can't take the Oh, goodness. Yeah. Normal shows are wild. This is not a normal show. Anybody listening, uh, we're sorry in advance, but uh, we're still having fun. So, uh, Tom, I want to go into playoff mode for a few minutes because I can, because there really has been like uh, no real news of substance all week on the NASCAR side. No, actually, there hasn't. I mean, you know, you're you're. 
it, it, what's funny is in between the actual news announcements, you get all the supposed soon to be news announcements, you know, for example, with the 43, first we all heard Ty Dillon was the leader. And then, um, next thing you know, it, uh, now is Eric Jones. That's supposed to be the leading candidate to be in the 43. So that's what you get in between the actual announcements. You get what everybody thinks is going to happen because everybody wants to be the one to be the hero and be able to say, see, I was right. Isn't speculation fun, Randy? It is. It's always fun. That's what we do. That's our job as media people is to speculate. We, there's a difference between speculation and lying, though. Yes. So we have to be careful how we say what we say based on our sources. But, yeah, it's always fun to speculate. And, you know, some, sometimes we hope that it comes true. And other times we hope that the news we hear is not what actually ends up happening. But nah. it's, uh, yeah. we, we've had those moments. Silly season. We've had those moments on this show too. That's for uh, that. That's for very much sure. And uh, I know at this point, you're right. The dominoes that we're waiting on are the fourth Hendrick car, the fourteen car. Both of those, we think we know. Well, We've... I know where where Kyle Larson's going. <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, He's at Portsmouth this weekend <laughs> in the Billstein car. Yes, he is well, going for be out there with uh, Rumley and them guys. Going for a hundred thousand dollars, I might add. That's going to be fun to watch him in the Dirt Track World Championship this weekend. I will very, very much enjoy that uh, Saturday night uh, preliminaries. Friday, Lenny, and uh, if anybody thought that Kyle Larson couldn't drive anything, his win at Port Royal in that uh, in the Rumley car uh, a couple weeks ago, or I guess a little more than a month ago now should basically have shut that discussion up yeah i'll be interested to see how he uh that the surface at portsmouth as you know uh the track goes underwater for at least a month sometimes three or four months during the winter as the uh rivers rise right to uh you know all around the racetrack so it's always a unique surface always dusty and such and uh, there's a lot of guys that have a lot of experience on that unique surface. It'll be, um, you know, Shepard, Richards, you'll have Davenport. And the year Jimmy Owens has had, not too bad as the champion of the Lucas Series. So uh, he's going to run into uh, four guys that uh, know how to scoot around Portsmouth. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be fun, and I think this is going to be pretty much an all-star field for that race. Uh, check lucasdirt.com for broadcast details and how to keep track of the Dirt Track World Championship on Saturday night at Portsmouth Raceway Park in Ohio, a racetrack that I have not been to before, and I really, really, really want to get to at some point because it's a really, really cool place from everything that I've been told and very enjoyable. And you know what? Quite frankly, I just enjoy Tom being all frustrated on this show when Kyle Larson wins another dirt race and we don't have some major real story to talk about because Kyle just keeps winning everything. Well, that doesn't frustrate me. I think I was the one a few weeks ago that said that I wish Kyle would stay on dirt because we need somebody like Kyle Larson, the way we used to have a Steve Kinzer, for example, um, somebody who is the proverbial rabbit to chase and could be, you know, we don't. We don't make dirt legends anymore because it seems like all the dirt guys want to go NASCAR. So they don't build their uh, their following, Lenny, and they don't stick. I'm, I'm going like to cut you off. We got to take a quick. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say we got to take a quick commercial break before, well, I start yelling at people. So we're going to do that and we'll be back with more Motorsports Madness. See, I can do that because I'm the producer. We'll be back with more Motorsports Madness coming up in a couple of minutes. Y'all do not go anywhere. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman is punching buttons and attempting to host this show, and <laughs> as uh, the last few minutes have uh, reminded me, this is why I don't try to split my brain in too many directions, because bad things tend to happen, but it's okay. We're going to survive, and we're going to keep talking racing. Uh, Tom Baker... James Mallett, Randy Miller, and Lenny Baticki are all uh, stationary in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina, as we continue this two hours of fun times and conversation and 
all that good stuff. And Tom, I'm actually going to um, indulge this segment with a little bit of con uh, conversation. Wow. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Conversation. There's my first reboot for the night. Um, all seriousness, though. Conversation about uh, the last week and topics that have been very much the talk of the town in racing circles going back to the race on Sunday at the Roval, the cup race at the Roval, and radio conversation from Alex Bowman that led into a feature story that I got the opportunity to put out earlier this week. Um, the, the anxiety and depression conversation in the racing community has been a big thing, and Alex Bowman has brought a lot of positive discussion, and Noah Sweet or Lefty, for those in the NASCAR circles or design circles that don't know him um, or or know him by his nickname, has really, really brought a lot of positive things uh, into the picture, Tom. I can say that I really, really was uh, honored to help tell that story, and I think it's opened up a lot of things that maybe people haven't thought about over the last week in terms of the sport and the fact that you know that the 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 athletes, the heroes that we watch on the weekends on television, are very much people that go through things too. I think a lot of times we we watch sports, we watch politics, we watch movies. You know, we see all these people, and they're sort of in their world, in their role, and we don't we don't focus on them as human beings that have families and kids and you know, and problems and, and, you know, they're, they, they go through things, uh, the way that we do. Um, and you know, I, I think that Bubba Wallace brought the depression part of it to the forefront over the last year or two. Um, and now Alex has sort of added to that. And I, and, you know, honestly, I think, I, I think Alex that whole situation seemed to me like certain people made way more of it than what it actually was. Um, and, and, but on the other hand, it opened up a, a, a great discussion about a topic that I think people are really becoming more and more sensitive to. And, you know, we really do need to remember when we're talking about people that, you know, people are people and, You've been through it. I've been through it. You know, there are the depression, anxiety, mental health issues are certainly a, a problem that, I mean, it's, they, it's been around forever, but the thing I, I, I think about in 2020 is with all that's gone on with COVID and all the lockdowns and the, the radical change in people's daily routines and their lives. I think, you know, I don't think we focus enough on the, the mental side of, of what's happened because of COVID. And I think this was a situation where obviously we got to start to talk about it in a motorsports, you know, sense, uh, through Alex there. And, uh, you know, I was very, uh, I read your article. It was a, a fantastic article. I thought it, uh, you know, lefty was his story is amazing. Um, and, uh, for him to, have the courage to put it out there and share it and sort of, you know, uh, have people, uh, read it and look at it was, was something very special. And, um, you know, honestly, there's, there are a few things I could say that happened sort of amongst, um, 
that day and and you know the day after that followed of, of with a couple of our media colleagues one in particular but i'm not i i don't feel the need to get into that here so we'll just uh we'll just focus on the issue itself and i thought i thought the article was great and and i'm um i'm actually happy that the topic is out there for people to discuss and that maybe more people can then open up and, and talk about their own situations so we can all support them as well as Alex. I, I am too. And, and it's very rare that I will take any moment on this show as a self-indulgence thing. And it's, you know, for me, it's not even about, hey, I wrote this piece, but it's it's been all week about, hey, let's talk about these things that are a real part of a lot of people's lives that people don't stop and you know, take time to realize sometimes. And, you know, not just Lefty, not just Bowman. Um, Sam Mayer's another one who's done a, a great job at bringing some of this to light uh, with the the End Stigma uh, Change Lives uh, Foundation or, or uh, yes. um, account on Twitter. Um, he's done a lot of work with, with a lot of foundations um, to, to help in a lot of those causes this year. And, you know, that's another that stuck out to me, particularly at Sam's age. I mean, he's, you know, barely 17. And the fact that he has used his platform to, you know, speak and bring to light a lot of things like this really has, you know, particularly this year, impressed me just with what he's done as he's, you know, continued to go out, won the ARCA Showdown Championship this year, won the, uh, won the ARCA East Championship for the second year in a row. But to see what he's done with that platform has really been, I think, to me, the legacy of his season more than anything he's done on the track, which is really, really cool. Well, yeah, and, you know, I mean, it's on one hand, it's kind of sad when you think that it takes somebody as powerful as, you know, an Alex Bowman or a Bubba Wallace to bring this kind of stuff to light. But on the other hand, it's good that somebody did stand up for themselves because a lot of times, you know, especially when you're in the public spotlight, you have a tendency to kind of, you know, take the, the, the lower road and, and not make your make your voice heard because you're afraid of maybe backlash or you're afraid of, losing fans or you're afraid of you know what what might happen to you if you speak up and say something so it's great that guys like that can can come to the forefront and, and bring these issues to light and then it helps open up more of a conversation about those kind of things because now that alex has done it and now that bubba has done it we have other people in the, in the sport and other sports coming out and saying Oh well, you know, he said he said that about himself. So you know, th- yeah, I'm I'm suffering the same thing. And so now you get much more of a of a global discussion about uh, you know mental mental health and and things like that. So absolutely agree. And uh, you know, like I said, I just I, I I really felt led, and I wasn't I decided during the last break I wanted to just kind of pause from where we were at in the discussion to to bring this up because it was fresh on uh, fresh on my mind through some notifications on social media to bring that up and I just want I I felt like it's been such a big subject the the last week or so that it was worth taking a couple minutes from this show to uh, to talk about and, and just you know make the point that it is out there and it is still a big thing so uh, um, you know if, if you haven't I'll plug the the piece if you haven't read it um, just go to speedsport.com and uh, under the uh, more tab click on esports and it's under there for uh, anybody who uh, wants to take a few minutes and read it uh, hopefully 
uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, really powerful message I felt like from from Noah. And uh, here, Tom, we'll 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 end this portion on a positive note because as. Uh, Twitter has run asunder the last little bit and people have gone digging, it would appear, based on the entry list for next weekend's NASCAR Cup Series race at Texas Motor Speedway, I don't know if it's the original scheme that started all this or a different design, but it would appear that a ally scheme that Noah has designed will be on track with Jimmy Johnson next week at Texas, which is awesome to see. I don't know if it's the Pride Ally scheme or if it's, like I said, if it's another scheme that he's designed for Ally, but it it would appear that one of his designs based on the entry list is going to be on track next weekend. And to me, that's just too cool and so well-deserved. Yeah, and again, for those listening, um, uh, Noah uh, Lefty is the subject of the article Jacob referred to that he wrote, and it's it's Noah's uh, story about all of that with Ally and his... Uh, his story subsequent to that. So you you should go check it out for sure. Um, You know, and I guess I'll conclude this Jacob by just adding that I think we get so caught up in, you know, our, our daily work and daily work lives. I think sometimes we forget to talk to each other as friends and not just talk to each other through Twitter and Facebook sometimes. And I think um, we could all do well to stop and pause and remember to care for each other away from the work setting and off uh, you know, offline uh, rather than just uh, online uh, virtually as well. Totally agree with that. I, I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, I, I think we're all, you know, we're all guilty of it at different times. I, I know I am. Yep. I'll get sucked into the black hole that is being a workaholic once in a while and forget to talk to people just to talk to people. But, you know, we, we kind of have to have those moments sometimes to just reset and, and you know, recenter and, remi- you know, even remind ourselves that hey just just reach out to people just you you never you never know sometimes how uh, that might not help somebody's day uh, just the little things like that and uh, it kind of gets you out of your own uh, ruts every once in a while as well but uh, just glad we could take a few minutes on here to discuss that the next segment that we have coming up definitely want to take some time to dig into more Kansas shenanigans that are coming up and uh, Randy He's probably laughing because Nick DeGroote's over here still trying to kick all of our butts, and we were trying to throw him into a hole in fantasy that he's not falling for in the slightest. And, uh, well, that's just because he kind of makes the rules and everybody else lives by him. More madness coming up right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
if you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. I remembered to punch all the right buttons this time. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, who actually just gets to sit there and have conversation and relax for a night which is fun for him, less fun for me. Lenny Batiki from PRN's At The Track still uh, joining us as well as we continue to talk all things racing, various things racing, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. Circling back to the whole uh, Dorothy and Toto, we're going to Kansas conversation. We have an ARCA champion to crown Friday night, uh, guys, and I will start with Tom on this because I've tried to do the math quickly in my head, and he'll correct me if I'm wrong, but... At this point, I looked at the entry list. I think it's 18 cars in total, and I don't see enough competitive cars that Michael Self can go out and put between himself and Brett Holmes to keep Brett Holmes from locking up this championship unless Brett, like, wrecks on lap two. I I really think the family team is about to dethrone everybody here, and it's really kind of cool. Well, I agree, and uh, I tried to do the math earlier, and I think you're right. Um, I was looking that over over lunch today, and I was thinking that, you know, if if Brett Holmes wins this title, and and Lenny, I'll um, look at you as well on this because 
you've been following Arca forever, just like the rest of us. To me, this is one of the great upsets in the at least modern Arca history because of the family team aspect. He didn't rent this ride from somebody. They've done it with their own team and their own crew chief and their own staff. And it really, the odds have been against him. And he goes out this year and shows them the short way around. So, I, I mean, we're not supposed to be biased, but it won't hurt my feelings at all. If Holmes locks up the time. Everybody needs a good underdog story. And, and to have one become the champion is really, exactly. you know, a lot of the dream. Now, you know, how, how can it get uh, him if he wants to, to the next level, what can he do to uh, leverage it? You know, he's got all winter to worry about that. Enjoy the uh, idea that, you know, you'll, you'll be able to probably come out of Kansas with that dream intact. Yeah. Hopefully the mic's working here so I can jump in. You're You're good. good. um, You're good. You know, this reminds me of back when Justin Allgaier won his championship because he's the last guy to do it. I believe as an actual owner slash driver like this one here. So it takes it back just to the grassroots, like you were saying, because the last few have all been renter rides. They really have. Yeah, I mean, you you look at you know the past champions and, and where they where they started where they're at right now, and then you take a guy like that who like Tom said, it's coming from a a home a home team, and doing what they do. When you see all the other guys out there with your know, multi million dollar cars, multi million dollar teams, sponsorship, you know, for days on end, and then somebody who's struggling to make it and still competing and winning races and, and on the verge of a championship, shows you that if you're an owner out there and you're looking for a driver. Don't look so far ahead of yourself. You know, look for somebody who wants to race for the love of the sport, not for the money that they're getting to be in that ride. Wow. Look at Randy dishing the philosophical facts (laughs) tonight. All right. I agree with him, though. Totally. 100%. And they made a big commitment this year when they brought over the crew chief. They brought over uh, Shane Huffman, right? Isn't that who's crew chiefing over there? They did, I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's Huffman. Huffman. When he came over, he said it was going to be a long process. I remember him saying this on a broadcast it was going to be a long process and they were going to spend a lot of money to go win races and they hunkered down and spent the money and it was a process and it's going to come home with the hardware at the end of the year it is and i'm really you know i'm really happy for them that it has worked out like it has because brett has really cut his teeth uh in this arca menard series the last couple years and really dug to try and get an opportunity that just up until this point hadn't really materialized so props to them for for everything they've done to to make all this happen and you know hopefully to see them go out friday night and uh in the Speediatrics 150 and, and lock up a championship that to me kind of, it reminds me of what, you know, kind of the echoes of, as was mentioned a few minutes ago, either Allgaier back in 08 when he won it for the family team, or uh, if you want to go back a little further, I know this is at the top level, but it's kind of echoes of what Kowicki did in, in 93 to win the championship or 92, sorry, to win the championship the way he did, uh, you know, basically doing it for himself, not having a lot of outside help. And uh, that's, you know, that's how it's ended up for for Brett Holmes. They only have a couple of guys that work on those cars. So, uh, you know, really, really cool to see for that 23 team. But that rolls into, uh, that's a Friday night race and rolls into a doubleheader on Saturday. I want to say maybe it's one of our last doubleheader where we have two NASCAR races in one day of the year i think texas will be the the actual last one uh where we had a race added uh i think that's going to be a truck cup double on uh, on that sunday afternoon if i remember right but uh we've got 
Xfinity and Trucks on uh, Saturday at Kansas, and Trucks will run late afternoon. Xfinity will run under the lights. And what's cool here, Randy, is now everybody's in the second to last round of the playoffs. Everything's lined up from here on out. It is Kansas, Texas, Martinsville, and then Phoenix for all three series. And to me, that makes it very easy to keep track of, and we know what everybody's playing for at this point. There's eight drivers starting this weekend, and when we get to the end of Martinsville in a couple weeks, only four guys will run for a championship in all three series. Yep, and it's a very diverse group of tracks. I mean, obviously Kansas and and Texas are are similar, but Martinsville is going to be the wild card, where there's always one wild card. I feel like the first four or five races of the year, they were all kind of, you know, wild cards of the first few races of the playoffs. So um, the trucks, you know, going back to Martinsville and, and, and running and not being the last race before the championship race, I think you're going to see a lot of hungry drivers that want to make it into the championship four. Um, and so, you know, Kansas and Texas may be the two calm races, but when we get to Martinsville, it's going to be, you know, all hands on deck and do anything you can to, to make it to the playoffs or make it to the championship race. So I think that's going to be the best of the three races coming up for the trucks. I want to play contenders and pretenders for a few minutes. Um, and I want you to give me one in each category. We'll start with trucks. Tom, um, I'll let all of you guys just kind of go around the table, but one contender and one pretender out of the eight drivers in the truck series that are left in the championship fight. Oh, goodness. I mean, you're going to ask me to narrow it down to one? Um, Well, let's see. So I'm going to start with, I guess it's easiest just to start with a contender. And I feel like I could flip a coin between about three different people. But I'm really liking Austin Hill right now, actually. Um, Because just when you think that Austin Hill is not going to be much of a contender... He just comes from nowhere and bites you. He's probably the most consistent driver in the series right now. And I feel like he's the guy in my mind that everyone else has to go through to win it. Now, um, the pretender for me is a little harder. I mean, you start looking at at, at some of the drivers like Tyler Ankrum, like Zane Smith, the, the guys that you're not sure, I mean, they look fast and certainly they've they've kind of made it this far. Zane's won some races. Um, you know, I'm not really so sure about those guys at this point going forward um, past this round. I think, um, you know, there are a few guys who are going to have to step up their game. So, um, you know, I think uh, I think Tyler certainly would be a driver that I expected more out of and has not uh, quite gotten there but he's he's been good enough to get this far all right who's next i go everybody go oh, over there sorry, go ahead. Dad. we'll go to Lenny. well uh i'll start out with uh i i can't call you know if you make the round of eight pretender is maybe not what, yeah. what you would call them but uh if you're sitting seventh in points and you've got all the history that this guy does seventh isn't probably where he's thinking that's that's the kind of year that I can run up to the championship, even though you can get one in these last races. If you just went with how they're laying here, um, Crafted's probably not where he thought he'd be. So that would be the most, to me, uh, off a point. Mm. And I'm going to agree with uh, Tom. Uh, if 
maybe you should strike that recording of me saying that I would agree with Tom. But uh, uh, as far as my choice, it is Austin Hill. I think uh, Hill has the energy and the push right now that you would want somebody going into these final races. And uh, I really like the way his mind works. Uh, I think this kid's come up the right way. And uh, he's well worth cheering for, um, you know, as this championship goes to uh, the last races. I agree with both of you guys as well. I like Austin Hill. He's put in the work over the offseason to put himself in better shape. He lost all that weight to help himself physically inside the Good truck. Point. He's also got a crew chief that's won and been there, done that, and Scott Zipidelli. So he's got the team around him. They got the truck. They got the equipment. And he put in the work during the offseason to prove he's ready. So I like him as my favorite. And uh, as you were saying, Kraft in there in seventh down there. I'm going to go with the teammate. I don't think that uh, mm-hmm. he's quite ready yet, Ben Rhodes. He's shown brilliance mm-hmm. through the year, won a race at Pocono. Uh, but I just, I'm not quite sure he's ready to take that next step. So I don't want to call him a pretender like you're saying, but I yeah. think, you know, his teammate, Ben Rhodes, is the one I think that has a pretty tough shot there you know we talk it's it's funny we, we talk about Crafton being a pretender but yet he's the defending champion and he didn't win anything all year and won the championship at the end of, yeah. the, at the, end of yeah. the season so um I, for, for for a pretender for me I'm gonna go with Tyler Ankrum I mean he, he was on the inside pass a few weeks ago and talked about how it took him most of the year to get into the groove of, of being with that team and, and you know being able to figure out how to tell the team what he wants and even though he's in a familiar position as he was last year he's just not showing the consistency that the other seven guys ahead of him are showing um, for me to be able to, to really think that he's going to make it far um, in this round of the playoffs. So, so for me, it would be him for, for a contender. I'm going to be different and say I'm going to go with Brett Moffitt. If you look at the numbers, Moffitt is the only guy that's close to Austin Hill in terms of top tens and top fives yep. and consistency. He's got to win eventually, right? And, and even if he doesn't, Crafton didn't do it either last year and won the championship. So I think his time is coming, and it wouldn't surprise me if he gets on a roll and wins more than one race in this next round um, and makes it into the Final Four and ends up with the championship. So, See, I'm with Randy, actually, on the Brett Moffat train here. I think Moffat could get exposed as a pretender here. I think there are other drivers that could potentially win in this round that when Moffat doesn't could easily see him get bumped and be a surprise to miss the championship for and that's just the way this system can be sometimes it rewards winning and when you don't well sometimes you can run yourself into that kind of hole so for me Moffat is the pretender right now and I, <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> R- Randy and I agreed on something wait a minute what <laughs> oh boy anyway as far as my contender for the Truck Series Championship. I can't believe nobody mentioned this guy's name. I think he's arguably the favorite right now. Sheldon Creed is absolutely my contender. He's proven a penchant to be able to win on just about every type of track there is on the circuit, from road courses to intermediates. I think he's going to be really good at Phoenix, and that two-team is absolutely hitting on all cylinders right now. And I just don't see why Sheldon Creed isn't the guy that every Everybody's looking at to go out and win this championship. Maybe you know, maybe I'm off base on that. Maybe you guys have got something with the Austin Hill pick. But I, I just really believe, and, there, and it's a lot of people that haven't been talking about him lately, even though he's been one of the more dominant trucks with more speed about every single time out, I feel like. I just think people are sleeping on Sheldon Creed, and that's a very you dangerous can't sleep proposition. On, you can't sleep on any driver that Lauren Rainier is that close to. That, see, <laughs> Sheldon Creed. Lenny's got it right. He's got 
the the uh, the shadow lurking in the background that makes drivers champions. They, yes. Uh, you know, Sam yes. Mayer yes. and, uh, you know, Creed. Many but others. I, I just think Austin Hill has the familiarity with all of us. We know Hill from the legends on up. We've seen him run. We've seen him mature. We've seen him lose weight. And uh, I think there's a lot of things that, you know, have now come together for him that we don't have the depth of knowledge of Creed. But uh, it's going to be a great uh, battle between those guys. It will. We're going to step aside and take a commercial break, and we'll be back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, Lenny Baticki is the cast of characters tonight, and I'm going to go right back to the roundtable and have you guys quickly give me an Xfinity contender and pretender. Randy, you start. Uh, for pretender, I'm going to go Ryan Sieg. Uh, you look at the top eight guys again, you know, as I mentioned with Ankrum, he's just not showing the consistency that I feel like he's going to make it very far. Um, in the next round for contender, I'm going to go Justin Haley because Justin has really shown a lot since this playoffs began, and I know he really wants to get that championship for colleagues, so I'm going to go with Justin Haley as my pick. Okay, I will go next, and I will agree with Ryan Sieg, and as much as I love Justin Haley, I kind of believe what I see, so I'm going with uh, Austin Sindrick as my contender, and we'll go to James Mellick next for Xfinity. Yeah, I think C definitely is the one that has the least amount of chance to get in. Sorry, there, Ryan. Like you guys said. Uh, and I'm going to go with somebody different here and think that they're going to have one that comes from a little bit lower down and is a real person in this one. I think Brandon Jones is going to make a, make some noise here and maybe make something happen late here. You're not the only well, he one. He just resigned for next year. He did just resign, so I think he's got something to prove that it was a good decision. And uh, I think he's going to be something to watch. Lenny. Well, I think the list of um, drivers in the Xfinity series is what everything is good about what is going to happen to NASCAR yes. in the next five years. The names that will be coming out of this battle, as well as the other drivers, amazing. But uh, Pretenderella would have to be uh, Ryan Sieg because he's Cinderella and uh, you get the pretend. And I'm going to go with Justin Allgaier. Uh, he's got a championship uh, in, in his past. He's got a great organization around him. I'll go with Allgaier. All right. My contender here, I'll go backwards of what you guys did, is absolutely Chase Briscoe. You don't win eight times in a season and not be labeled a contender at this point. So I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit and say Chase Briscoe and – I know he loves being on this show, and I hope I don't run him off, but my pretender is actually Justin Haley, believe it or not. I just haven't seen enough outside of the super speedways to believe that 11 car is going to be in the final four. I just haven't seen it. Anyway, with that, we're going to quickly step aside, take another break. We'll be back, continue the conversation in a couple of minutes. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. 
Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Lenny Baticki, Randy Miller, and maybe we've managed to hang on to James Mellick for a couple more minutes. I know he was yep. going to have to scoot out soon, but I want to at least try to... I'll, 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 we'll get through this segment, and I'll let him give his cup contender and, and pretender before we uh, let him scurry off into the night. Uh, we'll let him do that first in the next segment. But real quickly, Tom Baker... Uh, I've all, I'm, I'm on a one count. I'm doing okay. I've not completely lost the handle on this show yet. However, <laughs> I still have had to be rebooted. And uh, if you're looking for a first career, a new career, a second career, or just, you know, a career in general, hello, My Computer Career. They can help. They can help. My Computer Career is indeed training for a better life. It is IT training. And if you're not a math or science whiz, it doesn't matter. If you're not a computer whiz, it doesn't matter. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. And here's how easy this is. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. You can take the free career evaluation. Very easy to do. If you decide to pursue a career in IT, my computer career has financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And you can train one to two days a week online. That's it. And in within four to six months, you could be on your way to your brand new career and a better life. And oh, by the way, when you get ready to go out into the workforce, my computer career works with hundreds of employers to get you placed. So they really do walk right alongside of you and help you with your situation to get where you need to go and uh, get the best training that you can have. IT is a field that is going to grow right through the 2020s. There are over 2 million jobs in that field unfilled right now in the U.S. So mycomputercareer.edu take the free career evaluation one to two days a week online training is all it takes and you can be on your way to a better life all right so tom got through that and still gave me 30 seconds to talk about what's coming up if you're just joining us this is starting the second half of our show 
And we've been talking playoffs in Kansas and other things. We'll get to some other things in the second half of this show, but also have a little more roundtable discussion and the lack of silly season news. I can't believe I'm saying the lack of silly season news. It's been that kind of a weird week. But first, we have to do a little bit of more business so that we can stay on the air and all that fun stuff. So we'll do that, and we will come back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. Don't go anywhere. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Speaking of, as we come back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercrew.edu, I'm glad Chandler Smith popped up. It's not like I would have purposely planned that or anything. Actually, I didn't, disclaimer, because I am producing this. I just got lucky. Um, But Chandler, oddly enough, is starting on the pole for the truck race this weekend at Kansas. Why? Because the 51 team is still alive in the owner's championship for the trucks. So uh, things to note there that Chandler could play spoiler to all the driver title hopefuls and and maybe push KBM closer to an eighth record owner's championship in the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series. Also, things I won't miss in 2021 is a uh, less long truck series name because we get to go back to the much more... uh, pleasing to roll off the tongue NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Yay, thank you, Marcus Limonis. Um, that, that, that makes me happy. So with all that said, I want to get James Mellick off to the other things he has to do. So we're going to move into the NASCAR Cup Series Contender Pretender Roundtable. And Mellick, you're going to lead it off so that we can get you shuffled off to the other things that you need to do tonight, sir. You are doing a phenomenal job producing tonight. Well, I'm trying. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't totally lost the chain yet. Uh, it, it, my, my brain may combust and, and like melt out my ears by the time it's over, but we're going to get through this show, dang it. Yes, we are, for sure. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and go, and I'll go with the Pretender first. And um, being in the Cup Series and making it to the top eight, you're not really too much of a Pretender. I mean, you're at the top series, and you've made it to the best drivers of that year. You don't get there by luck normally. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Kurt Busch. Uh, he kind of just really? got lucky to get into where he got into now, I think. Uh, he hasn't really won and shown too much through the year. I think he's only won one time and not showed me too much. Um, but I'm going to go with my favorite, and this one here might shock everybody. I'm going to go with Martin Truex. And the reason I'm going to go with Martin Truex, I know he hasn't shown a whole lot of speed at the mile and a half, but the one win he has had this year, he got at Martinsville. And they do go back to Martinsville for the race, right before they go to Phoenix, uh, go to Phoenix, and he knows how to capitalize in the last race of the year. So I think Truex, he's for real this year, even though he's setting sixth in points. I think he's for real. That's that's interesting because I, I was actually I was going to put Truex under my pretender list because I mean I I get that you know he's with a great team and all that kind of good business, but at the same time I there are guys both behind him and ahead of him that are leaving him in the dust right now. Um, and, and so because of that, my contender, I'm picking Alex Bowman because going into the playoffs, Alex only had five top tens before the playoffs started. He's now at 12 because he's had top 10 finishes in the last seven races straight. So that to me is, is somebody who is hungry enough to say, yeah, you guys could talk about Harvick, Hamlin and Chase all day long, but I'm here and I'm out to win this championship. Well, I'm upset with Toyota and Gibbs not giving James Mellick, you know, a guarantee for next year. So I, I can't, cannot in any way, good faith, pick Martin Truex. He's, he's going to end up in that other than favorite category. So that's where Truex is for me. Um, and that's why. But, uh, man, what Chase Elliott did this weekend at the Roval uh, and what he's done elsewise if somebody's going to swoop it away from the 4 and the 11, the 9 is the guy. So I'll go with Chase Elliott. 
Okay, um, I'm I'm actually. I'm still mad about uh, the Gibbs and Melick here. By the oh, way, I want to double down on that. There's still a chance. There's still a chance here. Um, Melick, uh, of course, uh, looking for a job for next year because LFR is shutting down. So that's why Lenny is campaigning as James's. Um, campaign manager make melick great again make melick great again or at least <laughs> give melick make melick work again yeah make melick make the mortgage again yes that's that's where we go from there okay so i'm going to uh for for my pretender here i mean i i gotta be honest i i i don't believe kurt bush right now i totally agree with with uh with melick i i think he got his win um, these are mile and a half tracks the next couple of weeks that favors Bowman um, and Truex is as good as anybody down the stretch to a, in, a, in a playoff run. Um, so I definitely see Kurt Busch being my and again, I use the word pretender loosely um, contender. I mean, goodness gracious, if you're going to go with low hanging fruit, there is no lower hanging fruit for mile and a half tracks than Mr. Kevin Harvick. There's a reason why he's up top there. So Kevin Harvick goes to the final four. Yeah, duh. <laughs> that, that that's like a no-brainer. He's got he's got playoff points enough that I think he could get to next year's final four at the rate we're going. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> um, all right. So my pretender here, as we move into the round of eight, is actually Chase Elliott. I wish what? I wasn't saying that, uh, but. To me, there's no road courses left. Again, thank you, Randy. That's exactly where I was going with that. There's no road courses left, and I don't feel like the Hendrick team has shown enough on the mile and a half tracks this year to make me believe that Chase Elliott can do what he needs to do to get to the championship four. He's gone about as far as he's going to go, and right now, for me. My, I'll, I'll say this out loud because until somebody changes my mind, I think this is what's going to happen. My final four as it sits right now is the four, the 11, the two, and the 22. I'm not even looking at the 19 because they have not shown any propensity to win. And I think that, that either of the Penske cars can show the propensity to win before Martin Truex. I think Truex's only shot is to go out and win Martinsville if he's going to, to crash the Final Four party and get back to have a shot at it at Phoenix. Otherwise, I think that 19 team's goose is cooked because they have not been worth a whole lot this year. And that wow. they've, they've been solid, but they've not been great. And I'm going to call that like I see it because, quite frankly, that's one of those where it's just like, Sorry, guys, come back and play again next year. It To me, it's it's really, really been a surprise, Randy, that you know, knowing that James Small was a student of Cole Pern's school of, of engineering and crew chief and stuff like that, I thought they'd be better than they were. You know, that's funny that you mentioned the Final Four because I, I just looked up the Final Four you picked in February, and that is not the four drivers you picked in February. Sorry. No, it's not. But, you know, again, we uh, – uh, well, hey, Randy, I'll remind you, in February, we weren't, we weren't even thinking about a pandemic yet. That's true. That's true. And, and I, the funny thing is that all five of us have had Kyle Busch, and, well, you know, well, we all know how that turned out. Yeah. Kyle had, has had a pandemic this year of his yes. own. And yes. No wins. So, yeah. But don't um, forget, like you mentioned, James Small is a student of Cole Hearn. 
And he was there when Truex waxed the field at Kansas a couple well, of years ago. So he can win at Kansas. That's what I'm saying. I, there. So I'm not buying Logano. I think I honestly think Truex is the one. If if I if you look at the bottom four, Truex to me is the one with the best chance to come up to the top four. But I I still think in the end you're going to see the the, <clears throat> the top four now are the top four in the uh, championship round. In my opinion, Harvick, Hamlin, Keselowski, and Elliott. That's probably not even close to what I had either. Any yeah. of them can guarantee their spot. They just got to hire Melick. <laughs> they got a shot right now. They can do it. Wouldn't, he, wouldn't even be hard I for a Truex to be intercompany. For God's sake. Kyle Busch didn't make it into the top eight this year. You know, if you ask Kyle kind of Busch about Melick, he, he won't talk about him. He will not talk about him. There, that's You want to talk about why he's upset? That's exactly right. See, it's, you know what? That's, you know, Am I helping you? <laughs> I mean, Melek's got the skills, man. He can make your car faster. He can tear it down when it comes back to the shop, and he can do your podcast during the week. Yes, I can. Who now, else can say that? Now, now everybody, everybody's that, jumped on the 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 red campaign trail <laughs> at this point. Wow. <laughs> hey, we got to support fam here. Yes, we do. Um, we don't really have enough time to dig into another really long-winded discussion because about the time that happens, uh, well, <laughs> I'll start throwing things and there's there, there's no bell or, throw or somebody there. <laughs> yeah, we're not. That, even, that, we're, I was going to uh, say it's not pro- away from you. it's not productive for me to throw anything here because I'm all by myself. It's kind of a lonely feeling, really. But this show has been enough entertainment to uh, keep things moving right along, and uh, we appreciate Melek stopping by for a while tonight, and we'll get back to torturing him and making him punch buttons and want to throw things at all of us next Thursday. Right now, we're going to do the sensible thing, take a quick break, and be back with more Motorsports Madness in a minute. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. 
Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, also presented in part by Victory Custom Trailers, of which, Tom, this is the part where uh, I I know we probably did it at some point over the last couple weeks, but I want to plug it again. Congratulations to Katie Hedinger, who uh, picked up a junior late model championship not that long ago with CRA, uh, clinched it, what, two weeks ago at Anderson Speedway up there in Indiana, if I remember right? Yeah, I think it was either two or th- either two or three weeks ago um, she did. And, of course, uh, again, to make the connection, Katie is the young lady you hear on all the Victory Custom Trailers commercials. Her father, Chris, owns Victory Custom Trailers, and they were on lead lap with me um, last Monday. So if you, if you want to uh, check that out, we actually had a great time on that show. Colby Quick, one of our local uh, dirt weight model racers, was on as well. We had a full studio that night to just... Um, go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google, whatever you listen to. Search Race Chaser Radio. Race Chaser Radio, three words, and uh, you'll get access to all of our shows, including this one once it uh, gets posted online. Um, but uh, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, she did a good job. She's uh, she's now part of the GMS, Driver Development Program, and so she'll be kind of getting her feet wet with them starting next year. Um, they haven't laid out the entire plan yet, but, um, she's going to be doing some late model stuff with them. So yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. And always, you know, appreciate the chance to talk about those guys. You can design your own trailer right from their website. So, um, they've got uh, stuff in stock for you or however you want it. And they, I, uh, gosh, Chris told me on that show, they sent a trailer to Russia not too long ago. So wherever you are, uh, their trailer will find you just, uh, go to victorycustomtrailers.com and, uh, um, pick something out. Very, very good. Yes, this segment brought to you by Victory Custom Trailers on tonight's show. And we've gone through the contender-pretender exercise for all three series during the uh, last couple segments of the show. And now I want to do another round the table here for the three of you that are left. We had to let go of uh, James Mellick because he had some other things to do tonight. But uh, he'll be back producing next Thursday, fear not. Uh, However, for those of you that are left, I want to do a this or that type of a thing with the next topic just because I feel like that's what we're all doing in the NASCAR universe right now. Which is going to be announced first, do you think? Kyle Larson to the fourth Hendrick car because 
I think everybody in the entire NASCAR industry believes that is happening at this point. Or Chase Briscoe to the 14 for Stuart Haas in 2021, Tom. Well, I'm going to go with Chase because I expect that about uh, 30 minutes ago, honestly. <laughs> I, I would have figured that would have already been done. Um, so I, uh, I think Chase will be first um, and then Kyle will be uh, sometime after that. It's funny to me because as I sit here and think about it, I'm thinking, you know, everybody knows that those that those are going to be the next two announcements. So why? What are we waiting for? Like I, I under I get you know the, the, the Bowman's still in the midst of a championship, and so maybe you know they don't want to say that the 88 is going to become the 57, the five, the 25, the 99, the whatever number they're going to use. But um, at the same time, I, I feel like it's being detrimental to the whole team to just not just get it out of there and just let it be known. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to break the internet now. Everybody knows what's going to happen. And same thing with Chase. I mean, even though he's in the midst of a championship, I think everybody on the 98 team knows he's going to the 14. So let's just get it out of the way and over with. Lenny, do do we know what's going to happen? Are we 100% sure? How, how on a percentage scale, Kyle Larson going to the 400 car from 0 to 100, what's your percentage that he actually signs with that car? Is it 100? Well, with Eric Jones' conversation uh, at the 43, I, I think, you know, that's the last of the contenders, uh, to use the word we did just a while ago, uh, for that fourth spot that it just didn't work out because of his relation, his agent's relationship with uh, Jimmy Johnson. So if if Jones is now out of the converse Hendrick, you know, conversation, rumors, what have you, then there's only really one path. But I don't think it's going to happen at all before the season ends. Out of respect, everything Kyle Larson has done since that moment that caused all of this has been about erasing that moment with the right things in every place. And he's done every right thing. And I think to be overshadowing the um, playoffs, overshadowing anything else going on, isn't necessary for him or Hendrick. There's no need in their world to rush. Everybody's working on cars at Hendrick, so they're okay. Paychecks are going to keep coming. We'll put the name over the door when the respect time is correct. And I don't think right now Hendrick wants to pull that time away. He's got Chase Elliott. He's got Bowman going. Just let everything kind of keep going. Now, the 98, once um, Boyer made his announcement, now it's in play as to when they they want to bring out this announcement. The sponsor may have some timing situation that they wanted at one of these upcoming races. There may be some Ford thing that they wanted to be at one of these upcoming races, like, you know, the Ford weekend, the championship. Sure. So that those things would play into those two. But you're saying, which are you saying first, Chase or? Chase. Chase first. So I think it's uh, unanimous around the table here in the WSIC studio, Jacob, that uh, Chase Briscoe is going to be the first announcement. I have to agree with that only because, uh, like you said, Tom, I don't understand why it hasn't happened by now. I mean, the kid hit the threshold he said he needed to to get a cup ride before the start of the year. He's won eight times. He might have ten wins and a championship before it's all said and done. Just, you know, appoint him the heir apparent. I mean, and Lenny, I'll add this, too. 
isn't it fitting that Chase Briscoe is the heir apparent? I mean, you're talking about he's going into the 14. He's going into Tony Stewart's race car. This is an Indiana boy born and bred who cut his teeth on the short tracks. Of course he's going to get the 14 card. Like, duh. Yeah, no, I think it's the perfect match for the number, for the state. Uh, Mitchell, Indiana, where he grew up, has had multiple dirt racetracks uh, in its history. Some really storied stuff. He just fits that Stewart mold, and uh, Ford loves him. Everything's going to go there. The timing is just something that we don't know why it's being held back, but it'll be something good, and it may just be as well. He's got eight wins. He should be able to make it in, but eight wins don't get you into the, the championship. Let's let this guy not have to put up with a week of answering questions and going on the glad hand tour to the sponsor while he's trying to win this championship. We got him. He's got us. We, everybody, everything's set. Let's worry about the championship the week after. If he doesn't get it, then we'll boost his spirits back up with this. And if he does get it, heck yeah, we got a champion to take around. So I think that's going to be good. And I think, you know, Larson stuff could happen in December. I it may, it may take December or January, depending on just exactly when it's time to be right. Fair enough. I, 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 you know what? I'll give you that logic, and we'll uh, wait and see. I think it's going to happen uh, somewhere before you know before the holidays. I, I I think is a decent spot for that to land. I, I don't think it'll happen right before the Chili Bowl because it, as long as that happens, Larson's going to be going for back to back, and you don't want to distract from that too bad if there's an opportunity to not uh, not offer that distraction. So I I think it's December before the holidays. Um, you know, but they know better than we do, and it's I I think we all believe at this point it's going to happen. You know, somewhere between now and. Daytona Speed Week in February, and and you know I, I I look forward to it because I'm you know personally ready to see him be able to make the comeback, and I've seen I've seen him Lenny as you know uh, throughout the summer and and fall at Millbridge Speedway as he's been helping uh, Owen his son get into the outlaw carts, and I've been able to see firsthand some of the the change and the betterment that has gone on in Kyle Larson's life in his circles, and you know, I really, really hope the rest of the world can get to see some of that here very shortly, too, because it's really, you know, for me personally, been awesome to be able to see that kind of up close and personal in a way. Yeah, there are a lot of stakeholders in this one. It's much bigger than any other team announcement for all the reasons, you know, anybody could say. This one's going to have a precision to its announcement like no other announcement has been. And it's going to happen at just the right moment that all the stakeholders feel is the perfect moment to do that. I agree it'll be early December at some point there once the season is done, once the Thanksgiving holiday is done, and before Christmas. So, Jacob, are you saying that Hendrick is trying to give the Dirt World a good early Christmas present by pulling Larson out of the Dirt World and putting him <laughs> back in NASCAR? Yes. Merry Christmas, here's Kyle Larson back in the NASCAR. Yes, yes, this is exactly what I'm saying, because Lenny and I both know that the Dirt World is starting to take up a collection to get Kyle Larson back to NASCAR because yeah. <laughs> they're tired of him beating up on him every week. You know, this would be the type of announcement Lenny mentions early December, that would typically 
might have been a part of uh, PRI weekend. And there's no PRI this year. But there is no PRI. So, you know, that's uh, that that's interesting that uh, that that when he brings that up, I think uh, I don't know. I somehow I have the funny feeling that uh, we all may be really, really busy on championship weekend because I suspect maybe you'll get a few announcements there that uh, that might include this one. Ooh, champion championship week. Okay, that that's interesting. I I hadn't necessarily thought of that, but I guess well, uh, because there's no PRI. Well, yeah, that's true. You're right. So, uh, and well, the other the thing, audience, there the, it is. The other thing too is with the awards banquets uh, going virtual this year, we don't really know what cha- you know a lot of the uh, surroundings going virtual. We don't know exactly what championship week's even going to look like for. 2020 in the in the face of the pandemic and and everything that's going on so that's even another thing that uh we'll have to be on the lookout for uh going forward we are going to step aside take another commercial break and when we return there's even more motorsports madness still to come so don't go anywhere back in a few minutes Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. It has taken me an hour and a half, but gentlemen, I think I actually remember how to do this producing and hosting thing without my brain wanting to spontaneously melt during <laughs> during the middle of a segment. It's a small miracle. I thought you said you were gonna you forgot how to breathe. Like it took you an hour and a half to remember how to breathe. You were holding your breath for so long. No, okay, I, I've done some crazy things, but I haven't done, at least I don't, the only time I've ever done that and, and held my breath for any extended period of time was on a roller coaster, because unlike Tom, I'm not a roller coaster person, I'm just not, sorry if that's blasphemy, all day long, yeah, me too, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, where this we talk, like a all, yeah, the, the, the show where we manage to mention roller coasters in the midst of racing conversation and other crazy unsundry weird things because that's just what happens on this show um jacob seelman tom baker randy miller lenny baticki from prn's at the track is uh joining us as our special guest for the evening always great fun when we can get lenny on a show and i'm going to let lenny do the shameless plug thing for a couple minutes now because i'll admit i've not had a chance to catch up this week so i'll let lenny fill me and the rest of our listening audience in and uh Tell us what's coming up or going on, been going on lately on At The Track. Well, this weekend we have one of your favorites and a, uh, a favorite of all racers that love midget racing, Timez, Thomas Masseron, oh, wins the Power nice. Eye race at Jacksonville Friday and then drives over to Hobstadt and grabs himself his first USAC National Midget race. Going to be, uh, you know, always the entertaining Thomas Masseron. And uh, a really special driver, uh, Aaron Heck, won three late model races in Illinois last weekend, but he did so on Friday, winning the race that was his first, the first memorial for his now past father. Just months ago, uh, Aaron Heck's dad passed away, and Aaron won the race named after his dad. So a really special Mid-America event. Uh, Kyle Barnes, uh, who is one of the uh, top runners at Kingsport Speedway, um, is on the show. Kyle's story is uh, pretty much a heart and soul of grassroots kind of thing. Uh, Motor Mile couldn't run his yep. home track, and now he has to drive over 100 miles each way every Friday to race at Kingsport, and he's crested 10 wins doing so. And that's that is real persistence in this uh, you know very difficult year. And we've got a preview of the upcoming championship for the Cars Tour Series, that big thirty thousand to win event at Greenville Pickens. So I think both shows will have some uh, interesting topics for folks to uh, tune in. They can follow PRNs at the track on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and hear our shows at goprn.com or on seventy stations uh, nationwide. So we look forward to having listeners to check us out. Jacob, I am disappointed in you, sir. What? What did I do? Because you said you haven't had a chance to check out Lenny's show, which airs on WSAC on Saturday mornings right after my show and Tom's show as well, The Inside Pass. So 
you have no excuse, sir, to not listen to either one of our shows because WSSC is a local, locally aired programming. That's free that you're free to uh, listen to on your car radio. Okay, so Randy got permission to fuss at me there. I hey, I normally listen to both shows <laughs> yeah. on demand. I usually have to fit them in during varying parts of my week. So, but R- R- Randy fussed at me legitimately on that one, and then also gave us a good plug for SIC Tom. So I guess everybody wins right yes, there. Yes, because it's all about the ninety-minute horsepower hour. You see. It's uh, it's inside pass at 9 a.m. Eastern, and then at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, it is PRN's at the track. And, of course, as Randy mentioned, right here on WSIC's affiliate radio stations throughout the Lake Norman, Charlotte, uh, Statesville area, and WSICFM.com all over the world. Indeed. All right. Our last big segment of this show uh, is continuing on. And Randy, do you have do you have numbers and math and things that is going to probably make me look horrible in front of you? I don't. Well, I don't have math. I don't do I math. I know how sir, bad I looked last week. Calculators are our man's best friend. But Jake, Jacob, you you and I agreed that Chase Elliott was going to win the Roval. Oh my gosh, I did so pick Chase, didn't I? Holy crap. And that allowed you to only stay 15 points behind me with a win under our belts with, uh, with Chase. So, good job. Kudos to you, sir. Yay. I, d- I didn't completely, like, do terrible like I've been doing for the no, entire playoff so far. Yeah, you. who did you have again? Then he was 15, I, I had so he's not, he wasn't that bad. Well, he was. He yeah, just well, wound sure. up 15. Yeah, the result was way better than the performance. Nick picked Truex, he finished 7, so... All right. Ooh, wow, really? Yeah. Wow, we, we we buried Nick for once. We did. That's rare. It's the one and only time he's going to come back with a vengeance now, I'm sure. Oh, boy. Probably. Yeah, that's a little terrifying. All right, so so who's first pick? Who did, who did uh, uh, Nick pick? So Nick, Nick, Nick jumped on my bandwagon this week. We both picked Kevin Harvick. Ah. So, You're way out on the limb, yeah, right? It's a mile and a half track. Um, okay, so we got uh, two Kevin Harvicks. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Uh, well, Red obviously is contractually obligated to Christopher Bell, so he okay. has no choice yeah, but right. to Christopher Bell. Um, so that's that. So it's between you and uh, and Jacob. Well, who is who is um, lowest? Uh, Tom, yeah, I think Tom's fifty nine points behind, so that would be you first. That would be me yes. first. Um, okay, well then, look, it's a mile and a half track, and and if Kevin Harvick doesn't win, then Denny Hamlin <laughs> does. But Denny was so horrible for me last week. I'm not even going to pick him. Chase Elliott wins at Kansas. Wow. Okay. Hmm. And throws it in. Uh, and and proves everything says. that uh, Jacob said wrong about it. Ouch. Ten four. Um. So I'm going to make my pick based on something that hasn't happened since 2018, and I'm actually going to say that a driver not in the round of eight, as in not championship eligible, is going to win this race because he's had so much pressure heaped on him that, oh, win and keep the championship hopes alive. Well, guess what? Now the championship hopes are dead. D-E-A-D, dead and gone. So, naturally, he's going to come back with a vengeance and win. And if I'm wrong, so be it, and my fantasy hopes will die along with it. But you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb for 2020. Kyle Busch is going to win at Kansas. There, I, I said it. I bad pick at all. Okay, Lenny. Uh, Can I say Ryan Seeks? <laughs> no. Well, you uh, could, but he's not entered, so you probably wouldn't be successful. Okay, so I would already be out by then. Right. I, you know what? I, when he was saying it, I, I was thinking the same thing, Kyle Busch. 
And I'll, I'll go with the tag team on, uh, with Jacob on Kyle Busch. So he's coming around on Toyota now that, that Melick is gone. So he's, he's <laughs> right. Well, I'm figuring that the Gibbs organization <laughs> is closely yet. listening to this show and by now has already contacted Melick and has signed him. <laughs> so it's a done deal. He's with the 18. You know, In other and, words, uh, Lenny has spoken. <laughs> he'll be sitting next to Adam Stevens. Look for Melick on the pit box this weekend. I will say this, though. I don't think Kyle is a terrible pick at all because there's going to be that moment when he finally wins one. And I yes. think once he wins one, he's liable to win. You know, I mean, I know we don't have a bunch left, but I mean, he's liable to win two or three. He could be the biggest you know, spoiler. I feel like it's a volcano about to erupt because I don't believe he goes this whole season without winning. He, a race he might well, erupt. All right. That's for sure. It is well, remember. Oh. Brixton's got lane, not at, that kind of eruption. Brixton's got at least one, maybe two wins in an outlaw cart. And you know, at some point, he's going to look across the uh, Fruit Loops bowl there at the house at breakfast and go, hey, dad, uh, that's my trophy over there. Uh, where's yours? Yeah, I mean, you got, yeah, Jacob, I don't know. You did Brexton, uh, I, I don't think Kyle's going to let Brexton outdo him in victory lane. So. Brexton nah. be living in the guest house. <laughs> right? So my, my, my two cents is how weird is 2020 that we're talking about a season where Kurt Busch has more wins than his brother? Well, when's I mean, the last yes, time that happened? Yeah. That'd be it's... an awkward cereal bowl moment at the breakfast table on Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. morning, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. something like that. Yeah, I don't think Kyle's a bad pick. That's that's not okay. Bad. Fair enough. Cool. Wow. I I thought you guys would laugh at me for that pick. Well, th nope, then again, we, well, that just laugh. leaves you more things to laugh at me about for everything else. I guess. That's well, how. That's, that's how that works. True. The picks, for, the picks okay. So anyway, um, there was one piece of silly season news that happened this week that was not uh, NASCAR related because nothing happened in NASCAR. This was IndyCar related that I want to mention real quick, Tom, because it was like, wait, 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 what? Um, so Oliver Askew is departing Arrow McLaren SP and Pato Award is returning. However, to take the place of the departing Oliver Askew is, and this is not 100% confirmed by the team, but uh, it's been reported by multiple media outlets that the announcement is imminent, replacing Oliver Askew at Aero McLaren SP will be from Chip Ganassi Racing Felix Rosenquist. And, and, and Jacob saw that, and Jacob went, huh? Because that made no sense. No, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me either, honestly. I mean, I, I'm sure Felix had more money than ask you. Um, but, you know, why leave Ganassi to go to Errol McLaren? I, I can't figure that one out at all because honestly, um, I still feel like Ganassi is, is the superior organization. Um, and I'm really confused by Errol McLaren to begin with. And I'm not sure that I'm totally ready to accept that they actually know what they're doing in IndyCar. I think they're I, I'm not really too sure what their their whole strategy is, but um, but it's an interesting move. Um, and now there's a lot of talk about, you know, who would replace him at uh, Ganassi. And, you know, there are a couple of drivers, for example, Elio Castro Neves, who are out there and being rumored for this ride or that ride. And, um, you know, I think. Uh, Elio says he, he hopes to have something sewn up for the full IndyCar season in the next month. So, um, 
I don't really know. I find I just find that to I found that to be a head scratcher, to be honest. But we'll see where uh, we'll see where things land. I, I know Jimmy Johnson's not going to run the full season, so you've got to have a driver to run ovals. Tony Kanan's name has been mentioned for that. Um, but maybe I mean I can't believe you know maybe a two car team maybe that's it. Well, I don't think it'll be a, a two car team because you know Dixie's not going anywhere, and uh, I don't th- I've not heard anything about Marcus Erickson going anywhere. So maybe they just keep oh, the current right. Mark, three yeah, car look Marcus, yeah. that so they've a, got. Uh, two full time and then right. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. Nah, see, I've heard the rumor is that Tony Canon would be the uh, oval driver with Jimmy to complete the uh, complete that yeah, third car. Yeah, that's what car. I said. So uh, yeah. you'd have three full-time cars, two full-time drivers, and then a, the, well, that's what I meant. Two right. full-time drivers, and then the split car. Yeah. Right. So I forgot about Marcus being over there. I can't wait to see. Uh, like I, I, I know we need to celebrate Jimmy's NASCAR accomplishments over these last four races, but man, I can't wait to see him in IndyCar next year. That's going to be so much fun. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be. It, it's it's good to to see him wanting to do something else in the sport. After, you know, the NASCAR career is over, it'll, it'll be uh, be fun to watch him in the IndyCar setting on, on the road courses and the street courses. But, uh, you know, I mean, the main thing for me is that uh, he's going to do something that he can have a good time with. And, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to expect great performance out of him. But at the same time, I hope that he can just go over there and be Jimmy Johnson and have some fun and not necessarily have to worry about living up to a NASCAR reputation that right. obviously... Um, he's not going to be an IndyCar because, you know, it's only a part of a season and he's you know, brand new to the series. Correct. Uh, and, and, I, and something tells me you're right in year one. But when we get to year two, I get the sense that Jimmy's competitive nature will kick in and Jimmy's going to want to win for Jimmy because, yes, this is a childhood dream for him to go and run IndyCar, but he's still a race car driver and he's still that guy that wants to go out and kick your butt and, and take home a trophy if he can. So I can't see Jimmy just being content to be okay by the time he gets some laps under his belt. And with that, we're going to get set to take our final commercial break of the radio portion of the program and uh, ask you to absolutely not go anywhere because Motorsports Madness does have one more segment coming up and we will have that for you right after these words you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit points three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. 
Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I had to get Blues Hour in to satisfy things for Tom before we uh, got oh, done yes. with the show tonight. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Lenny Baticki. Final segment, final thoughts. Gentlemen, you got about 20 seconds apiece. Uh, any, anything specific going into the weekend? I'll quickly say thank you, Lenny, for coming back and putting up with us again. We've missed you, sir. I'm glad to be here and uh, looking forward to seeing what Kyle Larson does do up at the Dirt Track World Championships. And, uh, hey, he's welcome to come down here for the World Finals uh, when that runs. So be pretty Ooh. interesting. Yes, please. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, anything Kyle Larson does is, you know, jaw-dropping when you think about how what he's done since he's been back in the, in the dirt world. So um, it'll be interesting to see if he can bring him $100,000 and just pad that pocketbook as he awaits the uh, impending announcement. I'm really watching both Jimmy Johnson and Clint Boyer down the stretch here because, again, these are the last few races of their cup, full-time cup careers, and uh, I'm really going to be paying attention to see if we can get either one of those two uh, to victory lane before we're done this year. Yeah, no, I, I hope so, too, and I'm particularly watching Boyer this weekend in Kansas because yes. it is his home track, home track. And, uh, and we know he want, he's never really had a super strong car there and would like to end that very strong, so uh, 
with all that said, gosh, it's already time to get to the end of the show, and it, it's kind of wild for me because it's my first one that I've produced in a while. It's flown by. So for uh, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, our guest Lenny Batiki, James Mellick as well, my name is Jacob Seelman. Thank you for listening to Motorsports Madness. We'll be back next Thursday to do it again. Until then, keep it off the wall, and we'll see you when we see you. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.